I go. fell off the internet again. <laughs> <laughs> the internet just can't handle your awesomeness. I guess not. <laughs> this is episode 249 on April 19th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm muted. Matt Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> he had to mute it because of all of his awesomeness. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> awesome. This leak through. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Let's start with you, Dave. Doing very good this week. Um, I know last week I briefly talked about um, how I was going to get try to get some photos when I was going on a practice run, and I actually was able to get a couple photos out. Um, cool. I posted and. and uh, both trying to get photos of people who were in in front of me and some people behind me using the uh, selfie camera. Um, this is, of course, one advantage of the live photo is that what I was able to do is using the selfie, I was able to not only take the picture, but later on try to take the best key shot. And because um, of the jiggling and moving around, it's not exactly the best way to take a photo. So especially if you don't have a particular, you know, a perfect um, shooting setup, it can make sure you can get that right frame since it takes just before and after you take the, um, you hit the shutter there. Okay. So I was able to get one photo where uh, it actually looked like I was completely drugged out with my eyes all kind of goofy. Um, so so, something a little different there. And um, when we were running over one of the bridges, I was able to, uh, get a picture of downtown Pittsburgh in the distance and used a little bit of um, Photoshop fix to get rid of a couple of uh, light poles so you could actually see downtown and did a little adjustment on it. So that was something a little a little different, a little something to try. It would, cool. it would luckily we we lucked out. The weather was was pretty nice that day, and then of course we got the snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys got hit hard. Now, okay, so w would you have to carry one of those like jigs around if you were going to run and do video? Just uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> if you wanted it decent, I I've seen people run with GoPros. Okay, um, like kind of strapped to their head. Um, jeez. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I I tried to, you know get a decent picture, but of course you're also trying to run. You're in a group. You're trying not to um, trip over anyone's foot and not to drop the phone, of course. So honestly, I've seen people run with the little, you know, the little uh, things that gimbal. you can do for stabilizing video. Yeah. A gimbal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically run with a gimbal for 13 or 26 miles, oh, which, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, very cool. All right, uh, Matt, how are you doing, man? I am good. How are you, Joe? I am doing all right. I'm, you know, thankful that I got my rigs uh, set back up. But, uh, you know, it's just, I know that's not a, you know, uh, you know, 
that big of an issue when it comes to to being sick and but but you know i'm just uh i'm just glad it's working again (laughs) yeah roll right on yeah me too yeah and sorry i uh didn't didn't hang out with you guys last week um just a lot of stuff going on catching up from being back from vacation all that kind of fun stuff um Oh, did we lose Matt? Yeah, probably. You probably okay. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here, and uh, you know, it's it's always good to hear your voice. And uh, you know, there's I think there's more Matt fans than there are the rest of us. But uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, so. I, I did have a few a few things that I did this week that are mildly iPhone photography. Cool. One thing I did recently that I I really have not done very often since I've owned any iPhone is use the burst mode. You know oh, where you just yes. hold down the shutter mm-hmm. button. But my um, my son started soccer this past weekend, and um, I didn't really feel like bringing you know, like my Sony camera and being like that guy, you know, trying to zoom in because it's, it's just four-year-olds. Right. And you're, you're really not going to get this good isolated shot of your kid because, you know, they're like a a herd of cats. They just run around all together (laughs) wherever the ball goes. Every child on the field goes with the ball. So it's really impossible. So um, I ended up having some opportunity before the actual game started to get some pictures of him. And, um, you know, he was close enough that I was just able to use the telephoto lens on my iPhone 10 and, um, you know, just use the burst mode. And then, you know, afterwards kind of scroll through all those pictures and pick out the best ones. And I got some great shots. I'm really pretty happy with that. Nice. Now, the uh, i know you can do uh seer it it so it's you can hold it down for as long as you want um but there's no there you can't pick like you want three or five it's just however however long you you press the photo yeah you can go in then and select the ones you want to keep and delete the rest okay yeah. So that, yeah. Cause that would kind of, I would actually never use burst mode if you had to keep all the pictures. That would just be annoying, but yeah, yeah you, cause- that's what I did then. I just went in and, um, you know, a few of the, the times that I would do maybe like a 12 shot burst or something like that. And I'd end up keeping like three or four of the pictures that were like right in a row. Um, just cause I liked them all and I couldn't really decide right then and there, which one was the best. <laughs> You have to sit on it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't sit on it. I ended up just sharing them all with my family. But, um, you know, I I probably had 50 photos and really kind of narrowed it down to like 15 when it was all said and done. Yeah, because each burst shows up as like one image and then you go into it and choose what you want. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, if you accidentally sat on your phone. Uh, when you went to go look at your um, your photos in the photo app, you're not going to have like a thousand photos of the 
you know, the seat that you sat on. Sure. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. A couple other things. Yeah. A couple other things real quick that are just popping into my head. Um, made some prints this week. All right. You know, which is abnormal, but, uh, yeah, I made made some prints for um, my sister. She wanted uh, she had picked out a bunch of my pictures. Of course, some of them were like ridiculously old, and it took me forever to find them. Like on my, I knew where they were, like on Instagram, but um, I didn't have them backed up with Amazon Prime. So then I had to go into my my Mac computer and try to find them in iPhoto. And thank goodness for Instagram and that at least you could see the date when you uploaded the picture because that really helped me narrow down where to look uh, in iPhoto. So um, I was able to get those get those photos back onto my iPhone and then I I used the uh, free prints app to um, get the prints made. Yeah. And then I actually forgot. I forget a lot of stuff. Last Thursday, Wednesday night, last Wednesday night, I was down in uh, fabulous Parkersburg, West Virginia. And um, I was out to dinner with a coworker. We were at a brewery. And uh, when we left there, I decided that maybe I shouldn't drive home right away. So what a perfect time to do some night photography. So, uh, I, you know, I, I have a tripod and a phone holder in the car at like all times cause you never know. Nope. And, um, <clears throat> am I still there? Yeah, you're here. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so in any case, I, uh, kind of the, it's a, like a small little city kind of wandered around, ended up finding a parking garage that I could get to the top of and you know, did some long exposures, light trails with the slow shutter cam app. And then uh, kind of just went through my phone and found all these, you know, camera apps that I have that do kind of like higher quality, low light pictures and just fired them all up and tested them out to see how they work. Um, or at least which one would give me the best result. And honestly, I have no idea. Um, I don't remember anymore looking through the pictures. They're all kind of noisy. So I'm not really impressed with any of them. Oh, well, (laughs) at least West Virginia doesn't have a whole lot of, um, light pollution. Does it? Well, I mean, I was in a city, so it's not like you could really see the stars or whatever, but, and it was cloudy too. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, sometimes, you know, just going out and, uh, you know, kept getting some pictures when you're out and about, especially in a place that you've never been, can be a little bit more exciting. And then I've seen your car, you know, and having your tripod there. I do know that you do <laughs> keep all that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's always there. Usually there's like two, sometimes three tripods in my car at all times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very cool. Greg, how are you doing, man? Doing really good. It's been a really good week for me. Um, Did you win the Canadian lottery? No, no, I wish I did. Time supply. Uh, If if I did, I'd 
If I did, I'd buy you a new tripod. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the last Uh, thing I need. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you do with lottery winnings. You buy the last thing you need, right? Um, But but no, it's it's been a a really good week. Uh, Yesterday, my brother's wife gave birth to a little boy. And he's a healthy little tyke. And... um, that was just, uh, it was a planned birth. It was, um, you know, C-section. But uh, so she was so thrilled because there was no labor involved uh, <laughs> with the, with their first child. She was in labor for 48 hours before they did the, uh, oh, yes. the procedure. So this time she was yes. all smiling. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, everything went well. The baby's great. And um, uh, I mean, that's just uh, just a really blessed event. And the other thing that was really cool about this week was a couple of days ago, my son's fiance was in a hospital scheduled to do, to have open heart surgery. Mm. Um, So just a quick little backstory, but three years ago, she had a hole in her heart repaired with a screen and it was a non-invasive procedure. And, um, uh, you know, things were going okay. Then all she, she gets her, echocardiogram every six months or whatever it is. And all of a sudden there's this mass that they saw on her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was actually in the, um, one of the chambers in her heart anyway. So uh, they, they didn't know what it was. They didn't, weren't sure if it was, you know, uh, like a cancerous mass or, or a cyst right. or what it was. Right. Or so I guess they, they deemed that it was, um, most likely to be a blood clot. So they give her blood thinners to put her on blood thinners. Oh, wow. uh, after eight months, they decided they were going to do this open heart um, surgery and take, you know, deal with this mass on her heart. Well, before she went in, she argued with them and saying, well, let's just do another echo just to make sure, you know, make sure this is necessary or whatever. Um, because after two months of the blood, blood thinners, it did get a little smaller. So, um, she, she argued with them back and forth about it. Uh, they didn't say they were going to do anything. They were just going to go ahead with the procedure. They had the lines drawn on her, her chest where the incision was going to be. They had the dye on there, all that stuff. They had, she was fully prepped for, for a sternoctomy or, or whatever wow. it's called, open heart surgery anyway. And while she was out, the anesthesiologist said, Let's just take one more look. Good. And this was like five minutes before they were going to start the, the procedure. So while she was while she was under, they put this camera in somehow, and the mass was gone. Oh, wow. So they didn't have to do the open heart and oh. talk about close. Yeah. So, she, so when they put her out, she thought she was getting the th- – getting the procedure done so you can imagine when she woke up you know what she was thinking <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so i mean that's um you know that that whole thing was putting off the wedding and everything else until you know everything was looked after so now they can go ahead and plan their wedding and everything's going to be everything's going to be fine that way so and that was oh, wow. two really um big bits of good news for us this week and uh, I just I just couldn't be happier about all of it. Good. So, as far as that. photography goes, good, yeah. 
Uh, we have had snow up here, and this is the, the most snow we've had in April that I've ever seen. We still have a, probably about a foot of snow in the backyard. And here wow. we are, it's almost May. Now, I know it's Canada, but <laughs> we don't usually have snow this long. Um, like, we, we should be having flowers blooming and everything else right now, but we we got snow banks, we got, oh, it's just pathetic. Oh. So... Uh, the only the only photos I've th- they taken this week, I think, are photos of our new nephew. <laughs> That's okay. about it. Abe, hey, those so are going to be uh, those are going to be good one day when you know when they want to go back and look and see stuff, and they're like, "Oh, oh, I'm so glad you have those images." Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I only took a couple of quick shots. He was, you know, he was sleeping, and and um, I mean, mind you, he was only like maybe six hours old or so. So, right. but um, it was kind of cool just to get those pictures on the day that he was born. That's awesome. So, but other than that, uh, yeah, been a been a slow week. Not much uh, photography related to talk about. Yeah, my my week was more. Uh, in crisis mode trying to get uh trying to get things put back together if you guys listen to the beginning of of last week's quote-unquote show um (laughs) you you guys know what i'm talking about but um i'm just taking it a little bit at a time to, to try to get things you know to where i want it and I still haven't come up with a good solution for recording. So we are still recording on Mixler. And uh, I promise you, unless I've already messed it up, but uh, I promise you that the the audio should be all right this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to mess with any, any, uh, any sound clips in the middle of somebody talking. <laughs> I'm about to say, I you're should, supposed I to say, say that too, at the that end of the show. You're supposed to say yeah. about everything working at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a litmus test. Don't worry. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know. I should say, too, that um, uh, my cousin Michelle in the chat room, her and I, we got some prints done today or this, this, this over this past week. Oh, and, cool. um, in the camera club that we're in, we're putting some, they're just eight by tens, but they're going to be framed and, and a mm. whole bunch of uh, members of the club are putting them up on, on a display in the local public library. So that was oh, kind of cool. Very cool. That is cool. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and do this. We're going to let's see here, make sure we're, uh, we're going to go ahead and move into our sections. I'll play this. Focus point. All right, Dave, uh, you wanted to say something about Patreon. Yeah. And just because I know sometimes we the way the show goes, we don't always have a chance to thank everyone who donates to Patreon to help fund us and what we do here. We love what we do here. And a uh, shout out to Mark uh, Sadowski. Uh, just because he's not on the show every week. I know he does a lot, a lot of the back, you know, help fund out, uh, keep everything going. This is kind of his baby originally. But one thing I would just, again, to kind of not only thank you, everyone, but just for something, for someone like me who listens to a lot of podcasts, that you don't hear about what the meal delivery service I use, what mattress Joe sleeps on, what socks that Matt has or what great workout Greg uses. And we don't give you a promo code and put in 10 minutes worth of commercials. 
into a 45 minute podcast like you hear some places, which I understand you got to people have to, you know, bills have to be paid. It, it isn't free just to do a podcast per se. But we thank the patrons for helping out however they can. And if anyone has can help out, we always appreciate it because. You know, like as, as we've mentioned in the past, we like to try different programs, let's say. And right now we're doing a lot of it out of everyone's pockets, which we do as much as we can. But I think we all agree we like to do a lot more for our listeners, too. So yeah. just every little bit helps and we appreciate what we get. Yes, very cool. Yeah. Well, with that said, always... let me tell you about my socks. <laughs> <laughs> And I could tell you all about the workouts I don't do. <laughs> I like my mattress. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really appreciate, you know, any, everybody who is helping and, you know, because this is a labor of love. I was telling somebody lately that, you know, I, yeah, I, I do the, po I do a podcast and, you know, you hear a lot of people say I do a podcast. Okay. And, you know, it, in podcast circles, that seems like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, not a whole lot of people do them. And, uh, you know, I just said, I was, I went back because I was looking for something on our website. I was like, Oh, I'm going to go back to see, you know, uh, one of the uh, first episodes and you know that was back in 2013 it was no no that's forever ago in internet time yeah yeah is that no 2012 was when uh we started and actually matt um mark and um and keith so you know you know 2012 to to be going on for six years and, you know, and, you know, we're not like falling off like a lot of podcasts do. We're actually gaining some speed and, uh, you know, steaming through and we've, we've gotten a lot of new listeners and, um, you know, a lot of things have changed over the years and, but I, I enjoy this. I look forward to this every week to come and talk to you guys. There's other times that I think, oh, you know. Uh, you know, I could really use the night off, but you know, I, I end up regretting, you know, not being there because this is a lot of fun. So it's the most right. fun you can have with your clothes on. That's yeah, <laughs> close, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move into our apps. It's that simple to put the app right on the phone. Ah, help. <laughs> All right, Greg, let's start with you. Okay. Um, uh, Michelle in the chat room put a, a post on the, in the uh, Facebook group today about um, it was a link to a, um, uh, where is it? There it is, Cult of Mac article on how to add filter packs to the iPhone's Photos app. So when I say filter packs, I put that in air quotes because it's really not putting anything into the photos app, but it's, it's, it's using the extensions and she thought this was really cool. Now I, I, I got to tell everybody that Michelle is fairly new to iPhone photography. <laughs> um, but boy, oh boy, when she, when she jumps into something, she jumps into it with both feet because I mean, when she got into DSL, DSLR photography, 
Um, I mean, she started shooting raw almost immediately and, um, oh, poor thing, you know, just, just <laughs> dove right into it. Raw files. <laughs> well, too, you know, it, it's funny cause we think that most of our audience knows what we know because we've been talking to them, but we have a lot of people that come in that have no, idea, you know, that, that don't know, um, you know, how certain things will work on our phone. And yeah. we, we take that for granted. We forget that, right. you know, there's a, we have a lot of people that come in that are brand new to this and, you know, they haven't even scratched the surface. So this is, this is a great, uh, a, a good thing for us to be able to do, to mention to our, uh, our listeners. Yeah. Because this is, this is like one big giant tip for, for the listeners. Um, so, the article on cultofmac.com talks about how to um, make use of uh, other apps that you have on your device. So when you go to your um, Photos app and you, you go to the edit screen, you'll see at the bottom of the screen, there's a little circle with three dots in it. So you tap on that circle and it gives you a, a, a little pop-up like uh, you can call it a tray or whatever you want of um, of all the different apps that you have on your phone. And to make sure that you've got all the ones that you want activated, you, you swipe left and at the very end of the line, there's one called more with three dots in it. You tap on that and it shows you all the options that you can have for using extensions in the photos app. And this article is touching on on an app called Flare Effects, and it's it's a free app in the App Store. Uh, we'll put a, um, a a link in the show notes to it, and and it's um you know it's all these different filters that so basically when you use an extension in the Photos app, it's almost like you're going into that app, but you're still in the Photos app, and you can make changes. You can. You can uh, add filters, do whatever you want to it, and then when you're finished, you hit done in the top right corner, and that puts you back in the Photos app again, so you can continue editing with with the um, features in the Photos app itself, or you can go to another app um, that you have on your device, and you can do some edits there. So when you're all done, you, you hit you hit done, and then you get you you leave the editing. Um, feature of of photos. Now you're back in your camera roll, and you'll see that you only have that one copy of that edited image. It's it's not going to drop another copy into a folder, and you're not going to have duplicates laying all over the place. Um, it, it's all the same file, and if you want to revert it back to its original state, you can do that. You can go back into the edit screen, hit revert. And it'll go right back to the way it was when you took the took the photo. Yeah. Um, that gives you an opportunity to try something totally different again. So it, it's a really cool feature. Uh, it, it's a great tip, and um, uh, I'm kind of glad, like you say, Joe. I'm, I'm glad Michelle brought this up because uh, for those who aren't really aware of this this little um, feature in photos uh, by using the extensions, it could be really handy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I think we need people to remind us that uh, not everybody has all this information 
And, you know, I think we need to start making a list of quick tips to be able to mention on the show. I think that would be a great uh, thing for us to do. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have to keep that in mind. Um, I, I should also mention that um, on Michelle's f- post in the Facebook group, she added a video, like a screenshot video that she did on her iPhone um, with her talking through it. So if you want to see how this is done, she she goes through it in a very, uh, very well done video. I think it's maybe 30 seconds long or so um, just to show you how to, to get to the extensions and, and how to add them in if you need to. And you can even, you know, you can re- reorganize how how they show up in the little tray that pops up. So that was that was a, a, a really well done video, too. Can I just jump in real quick? Sure. Um, I just want to point out in case anyone is trying to find this in our uh, Facebook group, the, this post is actually not originally by Michelle. It's by David Steinberg. Uh, Michelle just added oh, the video walkthrough to the comments. Oh, you are correct. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's all right. I know it's your cousin and you think super highly of her. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly didn't see who posted it. I just I just assumed she did because she sent me a text of, of the same link, and I I just thought she put it on Facebook. But no, that's uh, that's very cool of David to to share that link. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, excellent. If you guys have any ideas for us, or you want, um. Yeah, you know, you want us to talk about something, send us a link or uh, send us a note. Uh, We would appreciate that. All right, Dave, uh, it's your turn. Let's move on to the next one. Okay, yeah. Uh, Talking about something that was actually posted originally by Warren in um, the Artful iPhone Photography Group, um, which I'd use the Mighty Networks app to... um, to access. So if you want to look for Artful iPhone photography, great group for, again, uh, similar words, like-minded people who are just trying to get the best they can out of their iPhone photos and uh, different news topics. And he posted a few promo codes. And as of the recording here, or at least his latest um, post as of April 17th, uh, he did have a few more codes remaining for the um, the app is normally two ninety nine in the U.S. Um, store for camera dash M. Uh, it is a and there'll be links for the uh, iTunes. Uh, it's a manual in the show notes. It's a, a really highly rated uh, four point six out of five stars for uh, four hundred and twenty five. Um, and unlike other apps and everything else, once you pay to, to $2.99, you get everything. There's no subscription. There's no add-ons. There's no in-app purchases. And it is a manual um, uh, app, uh, manual camera app that's available out there. Um, bro, I would say relatively for because I've tried other manual apps and they can be sometimes a little difficult. This one's pretty straightforward to use. Uh, there are a couple of times where, and this is, I think this is a newish app. So they're still trying to um, get their feet about them a little bit, a little bit where the help can be a little bit improved. 
Um, most of the icons are pretty straightforward. You can kind of figure out what they are just looking at them. Uh, a couple of them are, you kind of have to figure out what they are on their own. But in terms of the actual function of the app, it works really well. It gives you the ability to do a countdown timer going from 30 seconds go all the way down to two. Uh, just rate a regular mode, a sport mode, um, a death mode, if you have the camera that can handle it. And one where if you do have the telephoto and wide lens, you can just hit the it hits a shutter once. It'll take two photos at the same time and save them both that are the wide and the um, tele lens at the same time, which is kind of nice. That way you get a zoom and a regular at the same time that you can look at. And it will shoot and raw also. Um, yeah, and it has tons of manual adjustments for focus, including focus tracking. That's one that I think is really nice is that you can just tap on something in your photo. And even if you're moving your phone around, it'll actually keep the focus on that one item. Or even yeah, if this- the item's moving around, it'll keep the focus on the one item. So if you're trying to take pictures of animals or kids, uh, it helps to keep it in focus doing it that way. Which is really nice. So this, okay, uh, this. So I just downloaded this, mm-hmm. and um, it actually does something very cool. But I got a question. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do video, does it? Uh, no, no. It only does. It only does photos, and it does. And it's only for taking the photos. It actually, as far as I can tell, does not have any editing built in. Okay. So it's only for taking still photos. They, they actually have a feature on here that I've never seen with any other app. Uh, you can choose the auto flash or turn off the flash uh, or just have the flash on. Um, they also have the flashlight mode where you can turn the, the, the flashlight part of it on and set up your shot. And one and nice thing about would- the Oh, I'm sorry. And that would lead you to believe that they may have video, but they don't. I know. I, well, and that's the thing is that most of the time when you go, you, you turn your flashlight on, you, you switch it to camera or video, it automatically turns it off. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I think it would be a good feature to have, especially for video. That way you're not having to um, carry another light with you. All right, go ahead, Dave. Okay, I was going to say about that feature also. uh, If you actually uh, click on that, you can actually vary your brightness, or at least I can on my 10, where once you click on that. You can on the 7. Okay. And so you can say, well, I guess that would be also good. That way you're not getting that shock of flash either. If you're trying to do a portrait or take a photo of something, you're not saying, okay, now hold on. There's going to be a giant flash that's going to hurt your eyes for five seconds. Uh, and then you won't be able to see for a couple minutes afterwards. You can just keep that light on there. And then from there, um, just not have that, again, that shock of surprise. And I'm not, I haven't tested it to see if that would make a difference for red eye or not. Yeah. Cause that, that's why, uh, generally they'll flicker a, a quick flash of light and then mm-hmm. do it again to actually take the photo. Cause what that, that is to reduce the red eye. It's, it's, the initial flash is to um, you know close up the irises on the on the on the uh, subject, 
so that there is no red eye. Tell you, that's something I can try on that too. Is it something? I, and honestly, I did not know it did that, where you can actually um, not just keep the light on, but vary how much it is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So something else that I'm noticing that it does is, is um, uh, right beside the flash icon, there's a like a square with a dot in it, mm-hmm. and yeah, that for the focus. that is yeah for the focusing. Now on the bottom of the screen, like just above those in the bottom of the viewfinder, you'll see a flower or a, a, some mountains. And when you tap on the flower, that automatically focuses the camera to its nearest focal distance. So that you can hey, get Greg, close. Greg, sorry, hold on. Yep. You're uh, Ciloning, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. We're, as Greg's doing sure. that, let's... Well, one no, thing about the macro there. Well, uh, how's I, that? before... Oh, okay. Oh, much better. But I want to I want to get Greg to start over. Sure. That way... Um, yeah. Um, that way it, it sounds uh, natural as we go. All right, go ahead, Greg. So one thing I notice about uh, right beside the flash icon, there's the focus button. And when you tap on the focus button you're presented with two little icons in the bottom of the viewfinder. One is a flower and the other one is mountains. So when you tap on the flower, the focus automatically goes to its closest focal point or focal distance so that you can get up close. And then you can actually, you know, tap on what you want to focus on from there if you want, or what the other one does, the mountains, you tap on that and it takes the focus to infinity so that, um, you know, you can sh- shoot things in the, in the far off distance. Um, other than that, like if or if you want to clear the focus, exposure, everything, and go back to full auto, you just tap and hold the screen, and you'll see a white, you know, burst of of, of um, kind of light go up on the screen, and it just takes everything back to auto. So that's kind of a cool thing. Is if you, once you get into some of these manual settings. You know, you may want to just reset the the camera and put it back to full auto again. Um, but it has, um, you know, on the far right, it has um, uh, color temperature or what or white balance. So you can you can choose from. Uh, let's see here. Uh, now, right in the bottom middle of the screen, there's an icon. It looks like a almost like a. a temperature gauge but then you you tap on it and you you have tungsten fluorescent um, daylight cloud and shade and then I believe you can also just tap on the screen roll your finger your thumb up and down or your finger up and down and it'll it'll um, manually adjust the color temperature and then you go left and right and it'll manually adjust the tint so there's a lot of uh, a lot of good manual control in this in this camera app, and again, if once you um, tap and hold the screen, it takes everything and puts it back to auto. I think full auto. Now, unless you're uh, in the focus part, uh, did you did you guys tap on the screen when you were doing the focus autofocus? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, you can do that, and the, like I said, the nice thing is if you tap on the screen, 
it'll actually, if you move the camera around, you can see the focus stays on whatever you tapped on. The icon will stay. So if you were to tap on somebody's face, uh, it doesn't matter where you turn the camera. Uh, as long as they stay in the screen, it'll automatically uh, stay on their face. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like focus tracking. Yeah, yeah, I like that. If you mentioned that, it was because I was just playing around and I didn't. Do that, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> I also and like the, the focus peaking in the focus part. Yes. Yeah, so there's that, that too, yeah. The four-time zoom focus peak. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then something else that I found too is uh, in right above the shutter button, there's three dots. So you tap on those three dots. And that's where you can change your um, your image file format. You can go from JPEG to uh, you can go TIFF, PNG, JPEG, the high efficiency um, image format or HIF, and then RAW. And then you can also adjust your shooting mode. You can go. You can even do live photos. You can do um, depth photos, uh, action, like Dave mentioned earlier. Uh, then regular photos that you got yourself timers in there. You have your um, your grid that you can put on the screen for composition. And there's three different kinds of, of grids to put on. And then on the right, you've got your um, level. You can ch- turn it off or you can have like a, um, looks like a plus sign with a circle in the middle, almost like a, a, a looking through a scope of a rifle um, for for leveling. I, I use I always have that turned on in a camera app if it's available because I love a, a perfectly straight horizon line in my images. Um, but then right above that, in the bottom corner of the viewfinder, you'll see a little gear. And you tap yep. on that, and it takes you to the settings. So you, this is where you've got your focus signal. You've got haptic feedback. you got all these different things. But one thing that's going to be really useful in this app is – uh, one called Quick Guides. You tap on that, and it asks you, "Do you want to enable Quick Guides for each screen?" So if you say yes, then you go back to the camera. Um, f- for every icon you tap, say for the um, for the exposure, then it gives you a little uh, run through of of what to do, whether it's dragging your finger up and down the screen to change the exposure. Uh, then you can go to the next screen. It'll tell you uh, how you can adjust your ISO and your, your shutter speed. There's a whole slew of different uh, helpful things in, in the um, throughout the app. That if, if, you do, if you don't know what they do, this is um, very helpful. And then when you're finished in the bottom and the center, there's an X. You can just X out of that, go back to the camera, and, and away you go. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to this. Copyright. Um, you can actually go in and choose the quality of your photos. Uh, JPEG, RAW, high quality JPEG, and the this uh, HIF. I, I don't yeah, know I think what it's HIF or HIF or something. Yeah, Hife. the high efficiency. The, the new format that uh, Apple has uh, put on these phones. This this is really cool. I think we're going to get a lot of. Uh, you know, interesting uh, things with this. And uh, I went ahead and paid the two ninety nine for it. I thought, you know, this is a, you know, this is a, uh, you know, something worth getting. So 
Yeah, it's it's uh you know, it's right up there in my opinion. It's right up there with Halide in a lot of respects. Um it's a very well designed app, very well built, um very fluid. Uh like I say to uh, to me I think it's a little intuitive. Um but if you if you struggle with, you know, how to to get it to work, the um the quick guides are are amazing for that. Um not sure what else I could say, but it, it's it's a very well built app, and mm-hmm. um, Sam is the developer. Uh, he's done a fantastic job with it. Yep, very cool. Well, I I'm looking forward to seeing what else we're going to get out of it, and you know I like being able to you know bring new apps to the show to be able to you know let others know about them. Because you know, yeah, you, know, you can't, you can't really, you know, expect everybody to know all the apps that are out there. So, you know, if we can mention them and do a quick review, I think that'd be great for everybody. Yeah, about to say, I know right. some people do occasionally post when the apps go free on the um, Facebook group. But if there's an app that you happen to come across, and even if you think someone may have already known about it. Uh, if you want us to look at it or, or if you just want to mention it yourself, if you want to post it to the Facebook group or, you know, mention it to one of us, please go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I've only got 195 apps on my phone, so I'm sure I got a few <laughs> photography related apps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how much I've spent. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think that's good for today, uh, for this week on what we've mentioned. Uh, I see that there's one more thing in there, Dave, and I think we should hold on to that for next week. How's that? Uh, I mean, Greg. Greg. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Um, let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week. All right, our weekly photo challenge is still in effect. Sorry, I you know what? I totally forgot to post it last uh, Thursday. Thanks. Uh, I think, uh, Greg, did you post it for me? Yes. Instead? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> after, after my computer fiasco, uh, everything just kind of went out the window. So thankfully, I have these guys to back me up. But... Uh, it is currently still going. It is transportation. And I actually, Saturday, I'm going to event. Uh, so this whole week we have in Rock Hill a uh, festival called Come See Me. And they do a lot of things throughout the week. And this, fr- this Saturday, we are going to the Everything Trucks, which means that all the companies in and around rock hill uh come together they bring their trucks to the uh to the uh parking lot of one of the big churches and all the kids get to come and look at them and climb on them and uh get to see some different uh trucks and you know what they can do so from fire engines to utility um company vehicles to uh even i think we had uh some of the large semi tow trucks in there so it's going to be uh it's going to be fun i'm going to take some pictures 
a lot of them are the kids, but hopefully I'm going to be able to get some picture, good pictures of some of these trucks too, to add to the weekly photo challenge. But we are in the middle of it, which means we are going to go to the well, which is Instagram. And it is Dave's week to finish off. And uh, so take it away, Dave. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Yeah, and looking through the Instagram this week, um, there was one photo that just really caught my eye. Um, it's from Jason Watts. It's uh, He titled it uh, Big Swan, Little Swan. And it is amazing how close he got because I'm looking at the, the hashtag he's putting here and, and I don't see anything like Olo clip or any other um, attachments for uh, getting a zoom lens on there. And it, the, the detail he was able to get on the Swan in terms of the feathers, uh, the Swan's eye, um, the actual, I, I don't know what the term is, the black part of the, um, skin in front of the um, the like, building. Looks like a brow. Yeah, I mean you, the, the creases you can see there. The detail are amazing. So yeah. I'm thinking, even with the seven plus using the um, you know the telephoto, you have to get pretty darn close to these things. Just, and just to have and these you know everyone and birds are beautiful and they're amazing. Um, I have a little more experience with geeks than swans, but I know geese themselves can be nasty little boogers. Um, <laughs> and I imagine swans, I mean, this looks like a nature preserve or, or wilderness area where you're more in their realm than, than they are in ours. Um, and you had to get pretty darn close to get this picture. And it is a wonderful pose with, again, this crisp, clear swan up close and another one in the background. Uh, yes. It's just not only, like I said, the, the photo itself, but just trying to figure out um, how he got this photo um, in terms of coming up to a wild animal like this and getting a shot off. is just, uh, it just blows me away. Yeah. I like it. it. I love the colors. And like you said, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful bird. I think the, uh, uh, is there a setting in Visco that you can um, that you can do selective uh, focus? I'm not that familiar with it myself, to be honest. Well, he shot it with Lightroom Mobile. Yeah. So. And the seven plus. I'm I'm my guess is that it uh, you know he focused on the swan in the foreground and and yeah. the rest is just yeah. natural. Um, basically like a bokeh from the, yeah. from the camera. Yeah, no, I like it. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah. I, I really love the way the texture of the feathers, they're really fine, fine feathers on the head of the swan and down the neck. Um, compositionally, I really like it that, you know, the, the one in the background is placed in between the, the beak and the, basically the the base of the neck of the one in the foreground just the way it curves around what really um what really draws me to this photo is the fact that it's shot in such bright sunlight but yet there's no harsh shadows like there's there's shadows on the on the bird but um the, it's not really harsh so 
however he, whether it was in the shooting or the editing, uh, I think it's just amazing that he, he was able to get all the detail and everything else and with no dark shadow areas. Uh, yeah. Just really impressed with that. What are your thoughts, Matt? Um, yeah, I definitely like this picture. I like how close he was able to get, you know, so it's cool to see all that detail. Um, I don't see the hashtags. Did you guys say that he shot it with Lightroom Mobile? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it actually so, says shot in Lightroom Mobile 7 Plus and edited it in Snapseed and Visco. Okay. I, I'm going to guess for this shot that he probably used the HDR mode then in Lightroom Mobile. Like in my experience, uh, Lightroom Mobile has the best realistic HDR. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Any other camera app that I've used. Um, so I, because I, I agree with you, Greg, with the, the amount of sunlight that's on this picture and the way it's hitting um, this swan, there should be a lot darker shadow like on its neck, mm -hmm. uh, like on, under its chin and beak or whatever. Um, you know, and it's, pretty subdued you know it's still a shadow but yeah as you would think it should be um so there's a lot of detail in there still it it's definitely a cool picture and one that i probably wouldn't have the nerve to try to take myself because <laughs> yeah. i know how i know how nasty those things can be like i got a close-up of a duck one time but i was on the other side of the fence <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a duck I probably wouldn't be scared of, but. <laughs> are we talking a horse-sized duck, or what type of duck are we talking about? <laughs> Just a mallard. <laughs> it made the paper, though. <laughs> but, yeah, no, this, this I, I, I just love the detail. And, like, I know it was a 7 plus, and I know with the 8 plus and the 10, in the uh, keynote where they introduced those those phones, th th when they were talking about the camera, they were talking about how they were able to capture texture um, really well compared to anything in the past. But uh, Jason has done a great job of getting the texture in this bird. Do we lose Greg? No. No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, th I was waiting for something else. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, congratulations, Jay Watt Photo on Instagram. Jason Watts, you're, uh, you're our post pick of the week. If you want to be featured as post pick of the week, go on to, in, uh, yeah, go on to Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. The other way is to go on Facebook and look for our weekly photo challenge. And on the, on the off week that we don't ch pick from the weekly photo challenge, uh, we do go to Instagram and go through the hashtag tiny shutter. All right. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? Because I think we might have ourselves a show. No, I think that's about it. Yep, sounds good to me. All right, here we go. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. All right. Greg, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Okay, on Instagram, I am Macmillan Photo. On Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo. And you can find me on Vero with my name, Greg Macmillan. On the Artful Eye Photography community with, with my name as well. And on Dayflash, I am Macmillan. Excellent. 
Dave, tell everybody where they can find you. Sure, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Mission Pick as Prof Pod. And on Artfile iPhone Photography in the group is Dave Podner. Excellent. Matt, tell everybody where they can find you. All right, you can check me out on Instagram. I am Twitter and the Artful iPhone community at M Hoffman Photo. Excellent. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our Instagram, no, yeah, Instagram hashtag, our Facebook group, our Patreon, anything else like that by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, I think we survived. I didn't jinx it. <laughs> um, <laughs> why did you guys say goodnight to everybody? Good night, everybody. Night, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%. Irrelevant, sir. This is a great shot, Mav. I should be a photographer. Your behavior is completely inappropriate.